I'm Jacob Rodriguez, Editor-in-Chief of the University Star, and you're listening to a University Star podcast. Around here, when you win, it isn't good enough. You know, but when you lose, damn sure ain't good enough. So so what is good enough? You guys need to tell us what is good enough. I guess you get paid to cause controversy, but in this locker room, we're not going to help that call. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You're carrying on like a legacy, like your last name, you know? The people that did this in the 80s, they weren't doing it just because, oh, they thought it was a cool hairdo. No, they were doing it because they were badass. I'm Claire Partain. I'm the sports editor, and I'm here with Colton McWilliams, one of our regulars. And we're going to talk, we're basically going to kind of like review each uh, like a sports program at Texas State, the season in review, and maybe like talk about, you know, what co- what's to come and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm basically just going to ask Colton to, you know, rate all of our programs um you want to start with like baseball what do you think about baseball Colton so baseball I would have to give them like I guess a seven rating okay just because well we did win the regular season conference championship that's it was a major accomplishment for the baseball Mm -hmm. team and it was kind of unexpected it was really kind of out of nowhere like yeah when we I remember like one of our first meetings Mm -hmm. we when everyone was talking about baseball and like Daisy was just like, Oh yeah, the baseball team's gonna be really good and oh, it was like, she yeah. did say that. And we were, like, and we were oh. all laughing a little bit at yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the baseball team proved us wrong. I mean they, did. they went into that Houston tournament and won two two out of three games, beating mm-hmm. both Rice and Houston and nearly beat Baylor. Yeah. Besides some ninth inning shenanigans. But other than <laughs> that, it was a really good year. Mm-hmm. The only reason I don't rate them higher is because that Sunbelt tournament was like that was like the worst showing, like the team absolute could have. trash. It was awful, <laughs> just because like it wasn't like they lost close games. They got blown out by like basically a lot of the lower seeds, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a. I said it was just like a bad weight, kind of a bad taste in your mouth yeah. the way the end of the season. But well, the Texas State baseball team was really impressive, mm-hmm. like winning their first ever like Sun Belt championship. Mm-hmm. So I said I would probably give them like a. A seven. All right. Seven a, out of ten. So seven out of ten. If any baseball players are listening, guys, you made it a seven. <laughs> All right. So what do you think about softball, Colton? Softball, I would say softball, I would give them a six. Okay. Like I said, Fair. the record wasn't, like, the best. It mm-hmm. wasn't, like... It's a, kind of middle of the road. It was middle of the road. Yeah. But I'll give them, like, a higher rating just because they were able to... At, probably right after that Lafayette, like series to open mm-hmm. conference play they if they finally turned the ship around and started like say got on like 11 game winning mm-hmm. streak and started winning games winning games yeah winning they kind of they had that little momentum game yeah they had a really a moment mm-hmm. and then toward like regular home season finale they beat troy yeah like winning the series two to three were in content like they were in the top top four mm-hmm which was a really good spot comparing like where they were. Yeah, they really moved up more than yeah, and you, you could, could see, think they could. Yeah, and you could see like this team was improving by a lot. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was just kind of with the tournament. Like, yeah. They, luckily for the softball team, they did win at least one game. They and, beat Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, and they did do well against the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, they too. did really well against Lafayette. They played a really tough game mm-hmm. and were one run away from beating them, which. Let's not get like Lafayette was really good. Like, yeah. If you went to the Sun Belt tournament and watched Lafayette, they were clearly the best team in that conference. Yeah. And guys, Colton watched and ate their barbecue. Yes, <laughs> he was there. <laughs> I was there. They experienced the whole thing. But no, like 
Texas State softball t- finally turned the ship around. Mm-hmm. It was just a shame watching them lose to UTA. Yeah. Just kind of like an awful, like, an 8 nothing like, run-rolled loss. Another disappointment, It was another say. disappointing another loss, especially coming when you're hosting the tournament yeah. and you, the way you lose like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of dogs them like a downgrade. Yeah. But 6 out of 10, like, they turned it, like, Kind of start didn't start really well mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, but finally turned that ship Picked around. It up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so six out of ten, a little bit better than average. Then, yes. yeah, yeah, they had some good performances there mm-hmm. for sure. And so now we're gonna move like kind of backwards. Um, you want to talk about women's basketball and how they did? Yeah, women's basketball. If I had to give them a rating, I would probably give them about a six. Okay, about the same as softball. Yeah, like, so I see. That. It's about. Kind of similar. Another middle of the road. It was a middle of the road, no, but they were fine. They were kind of right in the middle, but then they were finally like turning mm-hmm. the ship around. And like I said, I was there for like during uh, when I first came here, first semester. That was one of the very first teams I started covering. Right. And like I said, I saw them get on that losing streak, and everyone was like, "Oh, this isn't going to good. This isn't going to turn out well." But they finally routed the ship around, basically made the tournament, got ended up getting mm-hmm. a first round bye. Like, made it to New Orleans. Like, that yeah. was a major accomplishment. And then seeing him in that regular season finale playing UTA mm-hmm. and, like, was playing with them and was able to at least, like, make it a game. Mm-hmm. Like, they came so close to beating them. Like, I was heartbroken oh, watching yeah. that game <laughs> because, like, I got hyped around this yeah. team. Like, they were doing really well. Mm-hmm. And especially because they're our rivals. Like yes, it is our, about, they, you know? and it is an in That's the team rivalry. you want to beat yes. the most. <laughs> and one of the highlights was they did beat the conference, cha- like Little Rock mm-hmm. Trojans. Like they beat the conference regular season, I mean the conference season champ, conference tournament champion. Yeah, there, we there go. you go. There they you go. They beat them at home and it was like a really big upset. Yeah. And I said, it was a really cool way. Like, yes, they finally turned the ship around mm-hmm. after kind of like a really slow start. Not the best beginning. Not the best yeah. start. And like I said, when they came to the tournament, like, first round, they lost to South Alabama. Mm-hmm. But considering South Alabama made it to the conference finals in that tournament. It's not too It's not. I'm not yeah. too disappointed in mm-hmm. that, so. That's kind of weird. They kind of did have, like, almost the exact same it's, season as it, It's really, like, you can compare <laughs> women's basketball and softball, and it's like, a really similar yeah. trajectory. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And like I said, so. Women's basketball, kind of like six. solid six. Yeah, yeah, just like softball. All right. And what about men's basketball? Men's basketball. That one's kind of tough. A lot of surprises there, you know? It's kind of difficult to rate the basketball team just because, like, the team finally had success. Mm-hmm. Like, we find, like, I don't know how long it's been since they had success like this, but it's got to be quite a while since we've seen. If I had, I would probably give them. And this probably be too generous. I would probably just give them a seven. Okay. Just because, I like, I can see it, it. I can see it. Just because they had a really great. It was a really great season, despite mm-hmm. like not winning the regular season title yeah. or the conference, or the conference tournament. But considering like they were like at the top of the Sun Belt, the only reason like. The only reason I won't rate them higher is just because they had a really crappy ending. They lost. Once again, yeah. They lost to, I forgot who, I think they lost to South Alabama, mm-hmm. in, which really hurt them in the conference race, and then lost to UTA, yep. which dropped them like, from a first place finish all the way down to a fourth. Yeah. It was just that last cup, like week or two. Yeah, honestly. it was that last week they yeah. just torpedoed. I, I don't even understand it really. Yeah. But like I said, they win their first conference mm-hmm. game, which. Great credit, like not a lot. A Boom. lot. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
And, but then they lost to Georgia State, which I think won the tournament. Yeah, that so that's year. that's honestly it's not, not that bad too there. bad. Like, yeah. and then they did make like a postseason tournament, which that's better than it's not, it's better than sitting at home. Like, yeah, it's just, like that's every, true. And it, yeah, they lost their first, mm-hmm. and it's disappointing that they lost their first, last game. But I would probably give them like a solid seven. Like despite the ending of the season, it was a really good season by the basketball team. Yeah, and they also like one thing that you know can't really be discredited is they brought fans together yeah. for the first time I've really even seen yeah. since I've been here. If you look at the that home game against UTA, it broke the re- the mm-hmm. home like the home attendance record for yeah. a basketball game. Like they did bring a lot of people together together for this men's mm-hmm. basketball team and it was really impressive. Yeah, people started getting excited again. So mm-hmm. I feel like that yeah, a 7 I think they deserve it honestly yeah. cuz they had some like really crappy stuff going on but overall Overall, yeah, it it was a it's big not, season. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like despite the ending it wasn't like a terrible season. No, mm-hmm. we had a winning record. We were competing. Yeah. It's just like the it's just like everyone's gonna remember that very the very last part of the season, mm-hmm. like, which basically they just torpedoed. Yeah, yeah. That's how it keeps happening. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Um, okay, and then finally, you know, we're gonna talk about football, <laughs> which isn't quite as fun. <laughs> what number are you gonna throw out there, Colton? So, we won like three. three we won three games. So we, we beat, won one conference game. Yeah, we beat uh we beat Nor- New Mexico State. Yep. We beat um, Texas Southern. Southern, and then we beat um. South, was it South? No, it wasn't South Alabama. I think it was, was it Georgia? It was Georgia State. Georgia State, yeah. yeah Georgia State. So we got three three wins in there, you know. Um. <laughs> I would probably give them, like, a three. Like, that's... I was thinking three, too, honestly. Just yeah. because it... There wasn't, like, a lot of hype coming into the season just because, no. like, we were... Like, the team had been struggling. Like, the offense... Like, everyone was like, well, when's the offense going to we get We already going? knew. Everybody coming into it was, like, ready to be disappointed. And mm-hmm. that's never good. No. There was no... Absolutely no excitement for the season to start. So, yeah. I agree with the three. And, like... It, there was there was a lot of close games, wasn't mm-hmm. there? Like, they were in a couple of games. It's that's just, true. like, the offense... Like I said, I think the biggest... Thing was like the defense That's, finally yeah. proved like was like oh hey like our defense mm-hmm. isn't like the worst thing that's actually really good yeah I think that kept us in like a lot of games mm-hmm. it's just like our offense was just so stagnant yeah like it had always been over the like last three years mm-hmm. and uh, we were like ranked uh, nationally in a couple stats for defense though mm-hmm. right so we had yeah, something our defense going was, for yeah, us our defense was really good mm-hmm. it's just like it's just you can't. when you have like an off night. It wasn't just like it was a bad offense. It was a really bad yeah. offense. And so, like, you can have, like, a good defense. You can, A team can have a really good defense, but when your offense is, like, a really, really bad mm-hmm. offense, like, you're not going to produce any results. Yeah. So that's why I give the team, like, a three, just because you didn't see improvement from the offense. It was the exact same, like, offense mm-hmm. that everyone had seen, yeah. The only thing that was keeping the team almost afloat was defense. Like, the defense was basically holding the leaky yeah. shit together, <laughs> which that shouldn't be, like, yeah. just M.O. Making it, like, not totally a shit yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We need some more balance. But luckily, you know, Spavadol, that's yeah, his that's, thing. Yeah, that's why, so, I think that's why Texas State brought in yeah, Jake Spavadol. Yeah, I definitely think so. I and have some hope, so. And that's why you see, like, a lot of, like, going to the next season that's mm-hmm. why you see a lot of fan like Finally there is a lot of hope about it yeah like when y'all went whoever went to the spring game like i remember talking to like mm-hmm. one of the reporters like yeah this is like 
more, most like attended spring game. I think this is like more fans went to this spring game than some of the home games. Like which, easily. Yes. Yeah. Which is like crazy to think about. I mean, one of ours had like 27 students. One of our home games. Oh my gosh. So it's like kind of hard to not beat that. So yeah, I think we should, you know, maybe maybe we'll move up to a four, a five, a six next season. Yeah, hopefully yeah. like, I just hope like we at least get like six games. We can yeah. win six games because there are some winnable games mm-hmm. on this schedule. Like, after A&M. After, yeah, after A&M. <laughs> yeah. Let's forget about yeah, A&M. Yeah, let's just like, pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> But like I said, that home, like you got the home game against Wyoming, mm-hmm. which is going to be—I think that's going to be the biggest like home home game yeah. probably of the year. And it could turn and this our could be around a little this bit. could be like I think this Wyoming game is going to determine how our season's going to mm-hmm. go. But no, back on last season, yeah, I give the team—it's a, a solid three. three yeah. yeah, I see it a three for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now do you want to ask me about? The other sports that oh, I know yeah. more about. How, how do you want to rate like the so- the women's soccer team? So the soccer team, honestly, I get the good end of the deal right here because <laughs> all three teams that I'm going to review, like honestly, they did really well. The soccer team, I'm probably going to give like a seven and a half to maybe an eight. I'm going to go for an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got, you know, they were regular season champions. They were, I think, undefeated in conference. It has been a while. But they were, I mean, they were really powerful. I really liked watching them um, because they were just, they were explosive, you know. They were always there. Um, The only thing that knocks them down is, you know, they didn't get to the tournament because they were, uh, they lost out in the finals. Okay. So they were second place for the end of the season. So I would definitely say, like, really proud of them, uh, especially how they stack up against some of our other programs. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty consistently good. I think they won last year, if I remember right. So they're a really good team. Um, So yeah, I'm going to give them an eight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Not a seven and a half, an eight. Yeah. Yeah, no, an eight sounds good. Considering like they went, they did go undefeated during the conference. Yeah, that's actually really impressive. To go under in any sport, to go undefeated in a big deal. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't bow out in their first tournament game. They at least made it to the finals. They made it to the finals and they lost out in penalty kicks, like overtime. Yeah, so this wasn't a blowout. This was like a really. They fought to the very, very end. And those were the, that was the second place team also like in the turn, in the regular season. Okay. So it was somebody that, it was their closest competitors too. Okay, yeah. Okay, I think I might move it up a little. I think eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for an eight and a half. All right. Okay. Yeah. So our other team i guess would be volleyball how would you rate the volleyball season so volleyball um uh, incredible so (laughs) um first off they made history second off they were the only program and i even forgot about this for a minute they were the only program we had that uh you know made it to the ncaa like tournament and they made it to the second round so they won regular season big deal um and then they came around and they beat rice in the first uh the first round of the tournament and then unfortunately they lost to texas but that wasn't really surprising yeah Yeah. so like honestly that's another thing is like i don't think even with that last game that they like ever did kind of what some of these other Mm -hmm. programs did were and like fall out at the end i don't really think they did i mean texas was ranked number five in the nation yeah texas has always been like a like a volleyball powerhouse yeah yeah it was like i was like oh really we got to play them like i was hoping Mm -hmm. for us to go farther but you just can't whenever somebody like that you're playing someone that good yeah and we're really like we're we're always known as a good team and we've been um kind of in my opinion carrying at least false yeah you know because 
volleyball is another one that gets kind of a lot of attention compared to some other sports. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously they're doing a little bit better than football. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'll give them a, did I already say the number? No. Oh, I'm giving them a nine. All right. No, nine and a half. I'm going almost to a 10, but not quite a 10. Nine and a half. Really awesome season. Yeah. And I'm ready to see what they do next season too. It's going to be really exciting. I would probably give them a 10 just because like, I would give it... (laughs) Just because it's my rating system. I know, system. I know. I know they made history, but I'm not giving anyone a ten unless they literally win it out. Basically, regular season champions, tournament champions, all the way. Basically, a complete sweep. Okay, okay, I see. I you see understand? Yeah, like I a see ten that. has to be perfect. Yeah, I see. So that. that's why I'm not going. There. Okay, okay. I yeah. can't go there. No, okay, I see. Yeah. I see why. You get yeah, it now? Yeah, I yeah. get why. Like I obviously like I'm so impressed and mm-hmm. I love like they're amazing, but I can't give anyone a ten if they're not, you know. If they sweep the entire yeah, because like... obviously somewhere they had to stop. Mm-hmm. But you know. Yeah, no, they were awesome, though. They were okay, awesome. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely our best program this season, and also, like, better than, like, most Texas schools. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. So, oh, and the last one is track, but track I always and, talk about track. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can close it out with that. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Um, so, track, I'm going to give – I'm going to give an 8. Um, so, track, I'm giving an 8 because – uh, once again, this is a really good program, one of our best programs. Um, and so in conference for the outdoor season, the men's side made history, got mm-hmm. first uh, for the first time in their whole like program history since they were part of the Sun Belt. So that was really awesome, really great to see. And then the women's side got runner-up, which was also really good. Um, and then we had 11 athletes move on to you know the regional yeah. meet. So I know I talk about this all the time. Sorry if y'all are annoyed. But, um, yeah, so we had 11 athletes move on. Unfortunately, no one made it to the national level. So that's where I'm taking, like, a point off. You know, nobody made it there, which that's, like, so hard to do. I I know. This is another thing where it's, like, it's, like, really don't want to discount the fact that these athletes, like, killed the game, beat everyone in conference, and then moved on and, like, placed amongst, like, a quarter of the nation's like athletes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's really awesome to see. And then in the indoor season, the women's side pulled off a three-peat and won the whole, uh, and won the meet. So that was the th- oh, third okay. time. Yeah. You were confused for a second. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the third consecutive time they won the indoor, uh, competition. Okay. Okay. I yeah. See. You got yeah, it there. Yeah. And then the men's side got third. So one thing about the track team is I, I got to watch the men's team, like, get it together like third Mm -hmm. is already really good but i saw like a lot of the there are a lot of younger athletes and they just um you know they i saw steadily like people like placing higher Mm -hmm. getting faster times and then the men's team eventually you know won out so that was really cool to see and then the women's team is awesome and has so many good athletes tramisha i'm gonna miss her so much (laughs) and then yeah so i'm gonna give it an eight just because should i give it higher what do you I think? think? I think an eight. You think an eight's good? Yeah. Okay, I think an eight's good, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if y'all remember all those numbers, but that's what we believe uh, the teams performed at. I mm-hmm. think overall we had some really cool seasons to watch. Yeah, it was a really – kind of a really great, like, athletic season. Just yeah. because, like, we are seeing, like, a lot of – I guess finally a lot of Texas State, like uh, – Athletic teams are finally get, getting yes. the success. Like, it was really good timing for us because we both started being sports yes. reporters here mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And then suddenly everyone's doing good. 
We must be their good luck charm. I think we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we got to stay here forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that was our, you know, little rating system. Um, and next, I'm going to have uh, Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel come in, and we're going to talk about something that's kind of vague that Jacob knows more about, but he's going to talk about kind of the difficulties of covering Texas State as losers versus winners. So, yeah, thanks for uh, talking to me, Colton. No problem. All right. All right, so now I've brought in uh, our editor-in-chief, Jacob Rodriguez, and then (laughs) the VP of podcasting, Andrew Zimmel, and we're going to talk about how hard it is to cover Texas State as winners and losers. And, Jacob, this is really something that you wanted to talk about. So, uh, yeah, what exactly do you think about this? So, this, this idea really came to me when, you know, I don't know. I think, first of all, for any team to cover, it, it's hard when your team goes into a slump because it's just like, oh, well, I'm just kind of dogging on this pe- these people all the time, mm-hmm. uh, especially so at Texas State because there has historically been not a lot of good. <laughs> and it's even worse when your teams are not doing well all the time. But it's even worse when your teams are doing good and nobody cares still. That's what I was referring to. Okay, I know. Do that. you feel that a little bit? Yeah. Um. So yeah, because you know we usually don't. Yeah, like you said, we usually don't really do that well. But then this season, it out of nowhere, most of our programs just improved, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get that because, and this is something we were talking about with Colton, like fan turnout until the basketball season. <laughs> Uh, really was really, really, really bad. Like uh, one of our home games was had 27 students come out for the football team is what I heard. No? Oh, yeah, that was the game I was at. Yeah, yeah that's that right. Where I where won, you were, yeah. yeah. where I was like the fan of the game. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering, 20, <laughs> I was like 27 You still fans. didn't get yeah. the check for that. Oh, I didn't though. get the check for that. Well, because yeah, a, they have a – I'm not going to say this. I'm just saying that there's a bias towards men winning fight, fan awards uh, during the basketball season. Not a lot of guys won fan of the game during football season. A guy wore a full-on gorilla suit, still did not win fan of the game. Yeah, I will probably... Did you wear a gorilla suit? No, okay. I did not. I, I, that... I look like a gorilla, but I, I didn't Do you wear remember that guy that was in blackface? Yeah, do we want to tell that story right now? <laughs> yeah, I want to tell that story right now. <laughs> so, because I, somehow basketball season gets brought up on this podcast every single week, even oh, yeah. though they played the last game three months ago. Yes. So we're at the blackout game. Everybody give out the black taker shirts. Jacob and I are sitting courtside underneath the basket uh, towards, I guess, the left. If you're sitting baseline, uh, we have Casper and the rest of the team next to us. Uh, and the thing is, is that they were bringing all the fraternities and sororities really trying to amp up, you know, fan culture. They're giving money to the uh, charities of their choices and stuff like that. But Anytime you get more than, what would you say, 15 of these guys together, the IQ level drops substantially. So Jacob and I are sitting there, and we look back, and I say to Jacob, or Jacob says to me, one of us poked each other and said, are you seeing this? There's a man wearing his like you know black shirt, Under Armour shirt, with a taker shirt on top of it. But of course, because there are people that don't understand how to – be fans, and this is something we kicked around. It's one of those articles that never really got done, was uh, or got left on the cutting room floor. Was the what is it like the pro- proper? I guess what is the appropriate way to celebrate a team? What's the proper way to be a fan? Appropriate fan engagement. Yeah, yeah. fan engagement. And uh, this guy, man, he's wearing full blackface, and and it wasn't like 
you know, it wasn't like eye black or it wasn't like the oh, Ray Lewis no. style, like the two triangles that come down. No, it was it like was the moon his, emoji. It was like basically his entire face was covered in black. Oh, of course And it was. I think maybe his girlfriend or one of his buddies kind of like taps him on the shoulder and like whispered something to him. And as me and Zimmer are looking at this guy, he like looks up to see himself in the jumbotron <laughs> and then just kind of like, <sighs> and then he went to go wash it off, and then he comes back later in the game, and he's clean. Yeah, he's clean, but you can see where it was, like, around the hairline and stuff. It's one of those things where we're not proud of it. There's yeah. a lot of things we're not proud of the basketball season. Mm-hmm. Nigel going 2 of 18, combined the last two games, fans wearing blackface. Things that we tried to forget moving forward. There, yeah. Gorilla suit guy, that guy is going down in my personal we need to fan remember of the game. Him yeah, star fan yeah. of the game. <laughs> So you're telling me the blackface guy didn't win the check either? <laughs> no. No? Not no, that didn't happen? Okay. Yeah, so um, another thing, I don't know if this is what you were talking about too, but another thing that I found hard to cover was the success of these seasons, um, but then when they like kind of fall out at the very end, like how to really cover that, you know? Do you know what exactly I'm talking well, about? Well, I think I did a good job doing that for baseball. You did, yeah. But it's also, like, it's a difference of, like, because when when the team is in season, they have a media obligation. When they go out of the season, they, you know, it, it's, like, almost like the SID for that sport is just like, ah, on to the next one. And then, you know, they kind of just weasel out of mm-hmm. giving us quotes and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, just to add on, piggyback off that, is everybody really likes, I think college people, faculty members, students really like summer vacation. Yeah. And the minute that summer vacation, quote unquote, starts is when people stop doing their jobs. Yeah. And also, if you look at like the the bigger awards for journalism students to win, like basically the Pulitzer Prize for collegiate journalism. Here we go again. Awards, are, awards, awards. Are the Hearst Awards. And for the, Hor- the, the Hearst Awards, all you see is like the OU Daily, you know, the Daily Texan, like the teams that are one extremely big and like powerful in the Big 12 or the respective conference and also just the teams that are you know fairly successful or have a history of success with Texas State the past 4 years it's kind of hard to justify giving us an award over that even if like we covered Spavadol's hiring very well and timely even if we you know covered like kind of the ins and outs of the Everett Wither situation because that team just doesn't compare to the other teams ourselves on the back a little bit there. Well, yeah, humble brag. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's too... Both of, of those are mine, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels... I agree with Jacob. And the award thing does, in this sense, matter a little bit. Because, Whoa. well, when you win awards like that, when you win these like national awards, you get more money. By mm-hmm. the way, the Stars only had one Hearst Award. It was won by Sawyer this past year for uh, Breaking News. Nobody knows who Sawyer is. you got to give his full name, Jacob. Right. Sawyer Click, man. <laughs> Sawyer Remington click. What was the story over? Uh, The iconic village fires that happened in San Marcos. Last year. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so he placed 27th in the nation. So when you win awards like this, you get money. And that's really, I think, what matters most, to me at least, is like the money that can go into it. Mm -hmm. So you look at the OU Daily, the Daily Texan, both of those. I don't look at the money. I'm not the treasurer of this department, but I have to assume that they have a little bit more spending money than we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to change with the you know the projects that we're putting out. I think that we're going to get a little bit more uh, financial stuff moving in the right direction. Yeah. But, but yeah, San Marcos, very small yeah. compared to Austin or Norman. When you also talk, like, the, the market is a different thing too, but when you talk about the individual dynamics of coverage, like, now we're just at a point to get like our content to work for us, like doing multimedia projects and stuff like that. And when you talk about passive income, like that's a good way to do that. But 
winning awards and you know covering these things in big ways that's really where the true money comes in like when the students or the student service fee committee determines that you know what the stars should get a few thousand dollars more to do whatever projects they're working on because this is important work we did get awards at TIPA though remember that Jacob? yeah texas intercollegiate press association <laughs> awards i won first, first claire, place. claire won honorable mention honorable mention copy editing you know no big deal next year she'll win first place <laughs> yeah we're whatever. just gonna keep it going you know yeah yeah all right, well, thanks for talking to me, guys. Um, so next I'm going to bring in Sean and Shondo. Um, he's going to talk about the A&M game, the, our first football game coming up. Thanks, guys. See you. All right, so now I'm uh, calling in is Sean and Shondo, one of our uh, reporters, and he's going to do this kind of weekly segment where he kind of breaks down some of football's uh, upcoming opponents. So, uh, you know, we're starting off playing A&M, which is kind of a curveball. So, uh, Sean, what do you think is going to – what are some of your predictions for this game? Well, first off, just to uh, start off with your curveball, Texas A&M is, is definitely it, – it's going to be a weird kind of crazy game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most, most people have Texas A&M ranked as like in the top 15. Some have them in the top 10. Uh, they have a lot of returning guys uh, next year, especially on the offensive side. So that, that's that's – my biggest concern mm-hmm. going into this game, but just to kind of um, kind of set the scene for this game, it's going to be a uh, Thursday night, so it's going to be it, it'll be on SEC Network. Um, I guess they're doing this thing where well they've been doing this for a while where the um, they'll kick off the season on a Thursday night, have a lot of uh, mid majors like like Texas, I mean like Texas State and like. Uh, uh, like Georgia Tech, well, not Georgia, Georgia Tech, not really mid. Yeah, they're kind of, I would say they're mid-major, but this kind of uh, spotlight their their programs on mm-hmm. ESPN and stuff like that. So this could be this could be a uh, a good shot for people to see Texas State playing. I think the only other big game that night, I think Clemson is playing. Uh, I think they're playing Georgia Tech. Speaking of Georgia Tech, but um, those are, that's the only other game that like big game that's going on at the same time. So people are going. There's going to be a lot of eyes on this Texas State team so that if they come out and have it make it competitive in the beginning that that could be really good for them and another thing um for y'all to know is that it's going to be at Kyle Field so there's going to be a lot of people at the game too seeing us play the biggest stadium in Texas yeah big deal (laughs) yeah yeah it's a big deal it's going to be loud there's a lot of Texas State alum in that part of Texas Mm -hmm. so like I I know that some of the alum that I have talked to there They've been planning on going to this game for for a few years now, and they they weren't very happy about the game being played on Thursday night because a lot of people want to get off of work on Friday afternoon or like get off early, drive down there, hang out for the whole weekend. So mm-hmm. I see that whole point. Um, but at the same time, Thursday night football, I'm excited about it. I'm thinking about driving down there and uh, go cover the game. I've never been to Kyle Field, so that that's I definitely want to kind of like oh, take yeah. in that college. Big it's an experience for sure. <laughs> Lots yeah. of yelling. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, I, it's a good time. Um, so just kind of like break down how this how this Texas A and M team is. Um, they're they're going to be the most talented team they'll face all year, like without mm-hmm. a doubt. I mean, like you got the uh, the Appalachian States and the Troys, but come on. Yeah, it, it's a different level of play, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's big-time SEC football. Um, I've, ne- I've never been around 
because I went to a lot of UT games, mm-hmm. like because um, I live in Austin, so I go to I I go to I'll catch a game like two or three games a year. So it, it, I I know how the how big time college football feels like, but people always tell me like, oh, go to an SEC game. So uh, I'll, I'll go see how that is. But uh, getting back to the talent, uh, Texas A&M uh, quarterback Kellen Mond, he's he will be returning for his second year. Um, he was ranked as the fourth best quarterback in the SEC last year. I believe he's a sophomore. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't write what, what year he's in. He's either a sophomore or a junior. I don't know if he redshirted. Um, but the, um, behind him, the Aggies finished uh, the 2018 year going nine and four. Uh, um, that they all, he also led that team over that thrilling victory over LSU that one win to like what five or six overtimes. So like they're they're a fun team to watch, and they can score a lot of points fast. Uh, they they're also returning most of their wide receivers. Uh, they are losing. They uh, they did lose um, their tight end, um, uh, Jay St- uh, Sternberger, to um, in the NFL draft. So they'll have to replace him. But okay. um, but they also have to replace uh, Travion Williams, their running back. So they're going to have uh, an underclassman, Sean Corbin, as their starting running back. So, so that's that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of interesting. I, I really want to see how good this Texas State defense kind of handles this high-powered offense mm-hmm. uh, from Texas A&M, with because uh, knowing that Texas State their strength that is, is their linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what do you think? Have... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what do you think about? Uh... At the Aggie defense coming up against our offense, which has admittedly been a little bit, um, a little bit that, weak. <laughs> that that's that's where Texas Texas A and M was a weird defense last year. Okay. They they had they had uh, I think they're in the bottom. They had one of the, the worst defense like pass defenses last year. Uh, I think they're ranked number twelve. Uh, not that I think I know they ranked number twelve last year. Uh, in the SEC um, in pass defense, but they also ranked in the top um, in their front seven. So they're really good against the run, but at the same time, they are replacing. I think the only returning guy, um, hold on, oh, is Justin. Uh, I'm I'm gonna mess I'm gonna I'm gonna mess his name up. Justin Matabute. Okay. He had five and a half sacks last year. Uh, had over ten tackles for loss. Um, he, he was really solid, but um, they're also going to be starting a lot of uh, – they might have to be starting a lot of freshmen at linebacker. Oh, that'll so, be interesting. Like, yeah, that, that's where I think this game is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys will be playing their first ever college football game on this Thursday night game against Texas State, who no one knows what they're going to be. Like, we, we covered Texas State, and we have no idea. How, what their offense is going to look like. Like we, we kind of know what what kind of offense that Bob Stitt puts in and mm-hmm. and uh, Jake Spavital. Like we know they they're high flying, it's fast, but they also have a, a quarterback that's never uh, that that's that like a, they got a brand new quarterback. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a weird game. Oh yeah, and what do you think the end result's going to be? Do you do you have any predictions? So this is this is uh, my prediction. Like it's it, Texas A&M is littered with four and five star talent. So they're gonna be making their first start, but at the same time, these guys are some of the best in the country. 
Um, I, I'm hoping, this is what I hope. I hope that they could keep this kind of tight in the beginning and make it interesting because I, I think that's, you're going to see the end, most likely the, the score at the end, is, it, it might be pretty lopsided in favor mm-hmm. of Texas A&M. So you're saying we're not going but, to blow them out? <laughs> uh, uh, people lose their, like we were saying earlier, if Texas, if Texas State beats Texas A&M, I, the square is going to burn down. Oh, yeah. No, San Marcos will just, <laughs> like, cease to exist. <laughs> yeah, just, just think of what all the stuff with the Texas State bar stool. Oh, God. Imagine what kind of stuff they would play. Speaking of them, they they had one of the mo the one of the worst tweets I've seen out of the bar stool, and that that that's saying a lot. Oh yeah, no, when, it was absolute trash, like garbage. When they're, well, yeah, they're making fun. They're they're talking about the, the Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Like All oh, right. Everything. Like people died. Not the best. Not the <laughs> yeah. best thing for us. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, like in the Slack, was like, "Oh, yeah, in our defense, none of us were really alive when that happened." Except for Sean. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do remember that. I'm yeah, so older. you would care. actually remember it happening. That's crazy. I was still pretty young. I'm not, I'm. I'm I know, I know I'm, you're not, you know, not that much <laughs> older than us. Yeah, but it was, it, it, it was, it was cringy and it was just kind of like, oh. Yeah, no, come on, it man. was not a good look for <laughs> not, us at not, all. It's definitely not a good look. No. But it, going back to this game, it's. It, it's going to be really interesting. I, I know I've said interesting a lot on this, this whole segment, but um, you never know. I mean, it, it's football. And yeah. these, uh, um, a lot of these guys from Texas State, you, do, you don't know what they're going to bring. They have, they have the element of surprise on their side. That's, right. that's what I want to see. Yeah, and I, I mean, even if this doesn't go in our favor, I feel like it got some of our fans kind of interested and excited. You know, we're playing a big team. And then, like you said, yeah. it's going to get a lot of people watching from outside of the school, too, get us some recognition and stuff. So that's pretty cool to see. If they keep it close, people are going to be like, who's this team? Yeah, exactly. I, we'll come out of nowhere. I remember, I remember uh, what was it, back in, I know this is, this is showing my age again, back <laughs> in, uh, I think, 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. I know that's not, that, I think that's over 10 years ago. Yeah, that's a, that's I was a while back. The, I was watching, UTEP played uh, UT. Um, in the Sumble in El Paso, and UTEP, what it, they kept it close into the like to the beginning of the third quarter. Oh wow! And yeah, and the ratings for that game were really high. They're like, whoa, look at UTEP keeping up with with UT. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so like so... maybe maybe they could do something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see, honestly. The bad thing is they're playing in Kyle Field. So yeah. Like, so like I don't uh, know the odds of how many. Uh... How many fans do you think are going to make that little travel over there? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe 10,000. I would hope for 10,000. Okay. I, I don't think that's too crazy of a number. It's mm-hmm. not that far of a drive. Yeah. And, and like you said, some alumni will come in for sure. And there's what, a lot of people in Houston that went to Texas State can drive up there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, me, I, what I live, I, I'm in Austin. So that's about uh, a little under two hours. Yeah, around two hours. I think. Our drive. So it's like around a little over around two hours for people that live in San Marcos that, that do want to make that, that trek on a Thursday. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, maybe I, I'll be out there, try to – it just depends on what my schedule's looking like. You maybe know, we'll me. see you on the big screen, you know. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <Texas> State. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know my crazy schedule. I'm over here. Oh, yeah. Sean's well, got a lot going on, guys. 
Yeah, I, got, I, have, I have this four-month-old baby. I can drive down to San Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> I, will in the, I will in the fall, but right now I, I, I can't. No, yeah. But yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah, that, yeah, we'll talk ahead. to you next week about, you know, you're coming back. He's going to call in again, you know, even if he can't make the drive. We still got him coming in for this podcast, so. Oh, yeah, definitely got oh, Wyoming yeah. uh, week two. That will be That'll the be opening cool game. Oh, I'll, I'll be at that game. I'll be actually uh, – I'll be working the ESPN Plus, whatever they're going to have me doing over there. Oh, that should awesome. Be fun. That'll so, be dope. So yeah. I'll, yeah, so I'll be there. I'll still be writing for the – I'll be covering it for the star, but mm-hmm. I'll also be, um, I don't know, doing some camera. Doing both. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably be putting wires. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just – I was just like, just put me anywhere. I don't care. <laughs> put me in, coach. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, put me in, coach. So Wyoming, that's that, that's that's gonna be a good one. But yeah. I'll I'll have that. I'll yeah. break that one down for you guys. Yeah, next save that week. for next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a lot of content for that one. Maybe maybe something more encouraging. Yeah, hopefully, I think that could be a like we could we could do something with that one for sure. Yeah, that's a toss up. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to talk to Colton about those. Uh, Remember when he had all those uh, uh, the odds, like the, uh, all the analytics of yeah, that, that kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah, and, and I know Wyoming was almost a toss-up. Yeah, we actually talked about it earlier in the podcast for just like a second about the Wyoming game, and he was excited. So yeah, yeah that one's gonna be fun. That one's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's 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 gonna be the first game where you're like, all right, how good is this team really? Yeah, we're gonna really the get Texas to see. The Texas A&M game, you're gonna be like, no one's gonna be like, oh, we lost by four touchdowns, we suck. Yeah. If anyone if anyone says that you get smacked in the face, like that's, <laughs> not we're not fair. we're not we're not going to be gauging how good this team going against the top ten team. No, like, I feel like that's this is going to be more of a novelty game, honestly. Like just just like an interesting performance, the A and M game. It's good. Yeah. Also, this is a game where the school is going to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, that game. too. So that's, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, here, take this money. Yeah. So we can we can practice beating up on your team. Yeah. All right, well, um, maybe, yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Right there? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks yeah, for yeah. Uh, thanks for calling, Sean. Uh, we're gonna see you next week. We're gonna talk some more about the Wyoming game. But yeah, thanks for yeah, taking time out of your busy schedule and everything. See you then. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening once again. This is Claire Partain, um, the sports editor, and I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.